Good afternoon, everybody. Time for another CEO update. I'm recording this one, so it'll be a transcript as well. But um, just wanted to go through a couple of things. There's a few things happening at the moment, and uh, we had a board meeting the other day too. So there's, um, yeah, no, there's definitely uh, plenty of things ahead. Um, just a reminder. Our advice needs to be fair, complete, and free of conflicts. Uh, you guys have all got that in the back of your mind, but I'd just like to re-emphasize that each time we do the CEO update, so you guys know it's uh, you know it's a space that we're we're trying to advise in. Um, okay, one one of the discussion points that came up in the um, in the board meeting was being removed as advisor for non-clients. It's just one of those things that you need to be aware of. It's um, it's going to be an issue for the industry because there's a lot of advisors that um, are orphaning clients and uh, the fund managers have these guys on file and um, nothing happens. And so what happens is uh, when the stock market crashes, they all ring, clog up the phone lines and so no one else can get through. It's just a, um, a mind-blowing thing, that uh, um, an unintended con consequence, I suppose you would say, from um, from what's happened with the um, the new new regime, it's it's funny. I don't think that um, ASIC has completely thought things through with regard to that. But um, I know I've read a couple of letters from advisors trying to um, just talk to their clients about what they're going to do next, and um, saying, "Look, you guys," and writing to all the the low value ones and saying, "Look, guys, we're going to have a seminar, or do you want to come and see us, or etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. Like, look, another option that I heard is uh, send everyone an invoice. You know all the ones that aren't paying you enough, and send, get them to send a a top up invoice. And if they uh, want to continue to get your advice, then they pay the money. If not, you say, well, look, if you don't want to, we'll give you uh, you know uh, thirty days or something, and then uh, say, look, you know, we're going to have to take our name off your your statement. Look, the reason you want to get your name off your statement is that um, if something does go wrong. Um, the advisors, lawyer, AFCA, everybody will hold you to account. Whether whether or not you've been getting any money, you'll still be considered the advisors um, to be advising that client if you're down as an advisor on their statement. So just be wary of that when you're talking to clients and um, yeah, especially when you're trying to get rid of some of your, your lower value ones. Um, power planning pricing. That's the next one for us. And uh, Power planning pricing is just, what I've done is I've tried to simplify how this works because you know the, the strategy process hasn't been um, too clear. Um, now obviously Charles charges it slightly different. He charges 250, 350 and 450 and we just park, pass that money on to you guys. So whatever he charges us, we just pass on. With the guys, um, our guys, which is um, Remy, Honey and Nicole, who are sitting in the Philippines now, when they work, we're going to charge you basically 250 bucks is the minimum. And then it'll be based on $125 per half day, so 250 bucks a day. So if they do, uh, if it takes them a day and a half, then you'll you'll pay 250 plus 125 for your plan. And so that's it's just going to make them more accountable for time rather than having to uh, to work on what a, um, a how many strategies there are. We just say basically it's the time that they um, um, it takes them to get it done. Look, in that way we break even essentially on our power planning if we keep them busy for the entire year. So if you've got any questions about that, give me a call. Okay, some interesting uh, legislative changes, or non-legislative changes. So all the, uh, the draft legislation that was due to come in um, before 30 June, um, that was the deadline. Well, Parliament's not going to sit again until at least 11th of August. Now, if that's the case, then the draft legislation regarding the insurance commissions and um, ongoing service agreements is not going to actually hit until until 11th of August. And there's no way that if they pass it then, they're gonna to have to start change the deadline for when it actually gets applied. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at your business activities. That said, 
I personally think that OSAs, you know, ongoing agreements with your clients make a lot of sense. It sort of takes Bofor out of the business. You come in, you give a client a, a summary of what they've paid you for the last 12 months and what you did for them. And then you say, right, our next year, I'm going to do this and you're, it's going to cost you that. And then you can carefully orate to them how valuable you are, how important it is to get advice. And um, and then, yeah, they'll, they'll be happy to pay the money. It's you know, Don't undersell yourself, guys. You only have to look now at all of the, um, the, the industry funds. All of the non-advised clients are currently ringing, panicking, moving all their money to cash. All of our advisors and most of our clients are GFC veterans. And having that knowledge and experience up their sleeve means that they're not, gaining, um, they're not switching to cash and they're not crystallizing a massive loss. So, um, look, it's important to me that you, um, that you actually consider that and you get that sort of stuff right. But uh, be definitely... Um, Definitely moving towards OSAs. It's, it's 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 not a matter of if, it's when it comes in, and um, you know you don't want to go kicking and squealing. Talking about legislation and stuff that's supposed to come in in the one January, which will probably get put off as well, but it's, it really doesn't help us. Is the grandfathering laws? Now, grandfathered commission CFS is basically switching it all off by 30 June. Yeah, it's trickling off sometimes in June, probably late May. And then they're turning off the volume volume rebates at the, the end of the September quarter. Now, I've written to them, and I written to Bri- I wrote to Bryce Quirk, who's the head of retail, uh, the advised network, and said, look, mate, this is just no good. I, 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 um, especially given the climate, you can't turn off the grandfathered uh, payments at the moment because our advisors, you've given us two months to get this sorted out, which is not going to be enough. Um, he came back to me and he's had a bit of a, you know, had a bit of a discussion. And, and again, he's like most of the people in distribution in CFS at the moment, they can't do anything. I I'm not even sure why they're paying them because at the moment they're not distributing much and um, they can't do much. But anyway, look, basically he said that um, the regulator asked them to pass on to, to stop the uh, grandfathered commissions early. And that's why they're doing it. I asked them, um, why they went first and they said look he's not in position to comment on anybody else and um, you know basically didn't really help me too much there they said they are helping us a little bit with volume bonus by holding on to the end of september albeit i reckon that helping us would be holding on until the last date which is the 31st of december with grandfather payments as well as volume bonus rebates and yeah he said yeah look this is look the position that we've taken and um I, he did seem to um, sympathetic when I said, look, can you take this on to the people who are dealing with the regulator and talk to them about getting some sort of relief, especially for the fact that clients are not going, you know, clients are going to be dumped and they're going to have no advice. And especially in this tumultuous times, clients currently need advisors, as, as I've specified before. But secondly, they can, um, it, it allows you guys a little bit more time to get things done. And um, especially, again, given the uh, the fact that most of this legislation is going to be delayed because it hasn't been passed through Parliament, then um, there may be, and ASIC has taken their foot off the accelerator with regard to that. You know, noting that uh, they've also taken their people out of the big um, the big institutions. So it's uh, it's interesting times from an ASIC perspective in there. But anyway, the, uh, the only other thing I asked him about was the sale. And he said, look, you know, basically all the mergers, everything else is off the table. And uh, they're definitely looking and they're in discussions with people about a sale. And that'll be whether it's a part sale or a full sale, they're definitely in discussions about a sale. And I tried to squeeze a little bit more out of him, but I couldn't get much. But, um, but anyway, so uh, we're sort of trying to represent you in that space and um, push some pressure on um, the CFS to be a little bit smarter in the way that they, um, they invoke this grandfathering commission. Bang.
Next thing I want to mention is MyGov. Right, heaps of your clients are going to be entitled to money um, through the MyGov program. So get them on there. So get out there, get a, um, a podcast out, get something out to tell them. Log on to MyGov and look at the potential you know, of getting a little bit of the money. You know, We might as well get that for our clients rather than it going to the uh, all the unemployed who are lining up. And um, let's, uh, let's keep our, our clients aware and uh, get them onto that stuff. Next thing is um, CFS again. So at the moment, as you would all be aware, and you probably have even got this anyway, but first tech, uh, first CFS is just being flooded. They cannot handle it. And so they can't even handle, so you can't actually ring the, the, the customer line and get put through to first tech because they're so busy. So what they've done is they've said, right, oh, we're gonna give you the first tech direct number. So that's 1-800-702-281. 1-800-702-281. That's direct to first tech. So if you need to go directly to them to get some um, get a hand, um, give them a bell. Obviously, BT, Premium, NetWealth, Hub all have a technical team to, as well. So if things get tight, you can definitely talk to them. Um, next thing was BT. Um, BT have uh, just rang um, and sent us an email just talking about a, a webinar. They've got an ethics webinar that they can put on in April, May for us. Um, it's worth one and a half CBD points and um, it's just basically you know, something they've put on before and it went down pretty well and they're happy to do that just for our advisors. So it's just a matter of letting, letting me know or, or Noemi know and she'll tee up Tonya to get that sorted. Um, there's also uh, Premium's hosting a webinar on client care on the 16th of April. Now all these fundies are putting on webinars and things. I spoke to uh, Premium yesterday about, it, yesterday about it, and I said, "Look, webinars, yeah, they're good, but you know the take up is, you know, when you're working at home, probably a little bit more. But most of our guys are far too busy for that. I reckon that. Uh, and I said, "Look, if you want to get um, the best thing, do a Zoom hookup with our advisors and show them exactly how your product works. Show them how the uh, the interface works, and actually do your work rather than sort of sitting back on your hands and just trying to sell." Um, market to many rather than one-to-one. And uh, you know, now's the time where we need to make our um, BDMs actually earn their money. It's funny, they almost have quotas for how many people they've got to call because I keep getting a call or two every week from you know, these people that never ever call me normally. And I'm going, great, thanks. And uh, most of the distribution teams got nothing they can do and they're just wasting our times, time. But anyway, that um, that's enough of me bitching. Look, the best thing is guys, yeah, keep your social distancing, stay home when you need to stay home, still be safe. This um, this virus thing is, uh, yeah, it's it's a learning experience. And as Rudy Cristiani told me today, he said, handle, we're just going to handle it day by day. Fortunately, the market was up a little bit today and yesterday. The Dow has had a howler, so who knows what's going on there. That's um, It's great to see. But... Um, it's, uh, there's, there's still plenty of bargains out there. There's plenty of stocks and there's plenty of ETFs and things that are really, really cheap. So um, if you get a chance, make the most of those sorts of um, investment opportunities for your clients. And um, if you've got any questions, if things aren't going right, send Jezumay an email or give me a call because uh, that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you guys if we can. And um, yeah, that's uh, what we like to do. So, all right, that's uh, end of another CEO update. Talk to you guys soon.